Hey guys, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show on 88.5 JFM. It is Tuesday, you have two hours of wonderfulness that you're about to enjoy. And beside me is the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under, my good friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Yeah. How y'all doing today? Yeah, I like that. Also in the studio is the red-headed unicorn sassy wiggles, Brad Hudson. Yo, yo. <laughs> you know you love that name. I do. Yeah. It's, like I say, it's the most interesting <laughs> nickname anybody has ever gotten ever. It's like in the an ingrown toenail. You just grow to love it. There's there's so much to that what? name. Or you, grow, or you grow around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also in the studio is the man that makes everything fantastic happen. Steven Spiegel. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Yeah. yeah. And you can take a sunrise. That was beautiful. Sprinkle it with you. <laughs> Make a show happen with a button or two. Steven there we go. Can. Wow, there he goes. He just got a new name. The Willy Steven Wonka can. of our studio. Wow. <laughs> I'm humbled and honored. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, if we can bust in some Oompa Loompas. Oh, we have one in the studio. In the studio. Uh That's not cool. (laughs) This is my friend, friend, one of my youth leaders. And Jameson's girlfriend, Elizabeth Mitchell. You want to say hi? Hi. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Say doompy dee da. Don't say that. Can you say Oompa? Oompa. 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 That was too good of a thing to she's go for. She's short, but she's not squatty. No, I know, I know. I, I didn't mean anything from that. Uh, so the... All right, so, I, in a continuation of last week, so all week we've had our poll up for who should be in the final four. Best sports movies sports ever. Movies. Yeah, sports movies. The final four sports movies. <clears throat> so we had the results from that. And in your championship game will be the blind side versus the sandlot. So I'm about to release that poll. So you have until 4.15 to vote on who should be crowned, or what movie should be crowned the best sports movie out of our 16. Yeah, there's that. So, also going on is uh, whether your movie wins or not, there's always a winner here in the studio, and their name is Marcos. Absolutely. Pizza, salads, desserts, sub salad, subsides, beverages. They're located on 7360 Highway 431, Suite 11, Albertville, Alabama, in the shops of Albertville. Their phone number is 256-660-5666, and they are always available on the internet at marcos.com. Hey, let's go to some memes. Go to some memes, guys. Y'all like threw down on the memes this week. And uh, first one, and Brad posted this one and just touched my heart in such a deep way. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. Nick Saban has turned Auburn into a basketball school. Is there anything this man can't do? I take issue with this one because... um, I don't really think he... I don't take issue with it. I mean, like... I know how Auburn fans are all excited that they're a basketball school now. And, I mean, personally, I'm glad they figured that out because, guys, football was not your thing. We've been, <laughs> we've been trying to tell you for a while now, but, you know, we're glad you found it. Yeah. Point number two, and this is just, you know. Maybe Bruce gonna... Pearl should try coming and, you know, coming, calling some offensive plays for, for, for the football team. They might score. Come on. Anyway. More than so, a field goal. Point number two, and I'm going to let Elizabeth weigh in on this one because – this woman had some weight in her belly. 
Uh, Mom gives birth to record-setting 15-pound, 15-ounce baby boy. Got any comments on that? That's a toddler. (laughs) She gave birth to a full-size toddler. She gave birth Uh, to a 10-year-old, but right there, the second picture... Because the, the, it says a story in two pictures. One, mom gives birth to record-setting 15-pound, 15 15-ounce 15 baby. Picture number two, Nick Saban stepping off a helicopter, Recruiting. ready to recruit that kid. Come on, somebody. You know our coach goes the, goes the distance. Also, this one, this this in NFL news this last week, I saw this one. Last week, Chargers quarterback Philip Rivers and his wife Tiffany had their ninth child. Anna Rivers, too short of an entire offense. No word on whether they'll go for it. Uh, he now trails only Ben Roethlisberger, 52, for most children among all NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. That hurts a little bit. Wow. Oof. Oh, man. For all the Woo. Steelers out there. And then First you lose A.B., then Le'Veon Bell, and now this. I'm sorry, yeah. Steelers fans. Yeah. Then, then you've got this last one uh, that our our good friend Ricky posted. Please do not throw at the babies, and it's the singles. Cra- the, yeah, the Kraft Singles American Cheese display. Right. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure why that caught on. Like, the why are cheese, we throwing cheese at babies? Your pets and babies. Actually, a uh, failed attempt to cheese my brother at work the other day. Well, I definitely didn't do that at work. Actually, um, <clears throat> no, but. Ooh. <laughs> I feel like you did <laughs> Quick save right there. Right there, yeah, absolutely. That didn't happen. See, we just slapped each <laughs> other with cheese. Uh, <laughs> like, we, I, work at, I, I remember I work slapping. At Starbucks? My, I, I work at Starbucks and Gunnersville, yeah. 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 I, I, stop it. <laughs> I remember uh, slapping my nephew with, with cheese. Like, we would get the cheese slice, and we'd wait for one of them to come around the corner, and we would... If not actually physically slap you with the cheese in hand, at least throw the cheese at you aggressively enough to where it feels like you're being slapped. So, all right, guys, on the on yeah. the poll, uh, is that all the meat? Yes, on the poll so far, uh, there have been vo- five votes in the last minute uh, since I launched it, and right now it's eighty percent in favor of the blind side. So, if you feel like you want to add on to that lead, or if you're very passionate about the Sandlot over the blind side, you better go vote. There's only one person who's as passionate I'm not, about the. I, I feel I'm not like, one of those like TV preachers that say, you know, if you if you give it give a. I'm tempted to be like, you know, if you vote, it'll be like a seed offering, but it, it's not. That's not how this works. Don't at all. vote for um, his movie. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Please don't vote for the blind side. Listen to this man. You know that's a heartwarming story. Oh, seven, anyway. seven votes in the last two have been for the Sandlot. I wonder who those were. I, I'm trying to get to the votes myself. So, anyway, hey, we're going to go to some music. And in a few minutes, we're going to have FCA. I've got Dante Pride, but come up off the struggle right now on the Varsity Radio Show. I'm on Kristen, what's up, girl? How you doing? Hey, everybody. Hello. Hello. Hey, there you are. This hey. is a call about hey. your car's extended warranty. Yeah, no, it's not. Kristen, how you doing, girl? I'm good. How are y'all? We are fantastic. We are fantastic. Are you snacking on. I'm watching on Facebook Live. That's uh, some I fabulous Marco's Pizza. 
They're eating Marcos. Oh, I am. Yeah, you know what, Kristen? If you came here, we'd give you like your own pizza if you wanted it. I know. I need to arrange it so I don't like call in, but I like come visit. You you totally should do that. Totally. Yes. Yes. Totes. We're not really that far away, Kristen. No, not at all. Yeah. One county I mean, over. I mean, it's on. never too far away for friends. That's right. You're right. Loyalty. Right. Loyalty, Kristen. Anyway. I had, yes. I had that I'll stitched. make it happen soon. <laughs> Someone should stitch that on a pillow. This sounds like it. Anyway. <laughs> Brad, get on that. <laughs> yes. I got it. <laughs> anyway, so Kristen, tell us about something major going on with FCA right now. Okay, well, tonight at 8 p.m. What time did I say? 8, 8 p.m. Yeah, okay, just making sure. 8 p.m. We are releasing... The acts that will be at PLT 2019. Come on, wow. somebody. I know. So follow us on Facebook. Twitter, Wait, do you Instagram. know already? Oh, yeah. Can you leak? Kristen! Do I smell yeah. a leak? I can't. I think I smell... Kristen, I, I, I thought leak, we were guys. your good friends. Come on. I'm, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's just one too many pieces of Marcos you smell there, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> the only leak I smell in here. Jameson. Anyway. Woo. Kristen, so... So, tell us yes. about uh, 8 o'clock tonight. 8 o'clock tonight, we'll release it on our social media. We're actually presenting it at our home team celebration um, that we're having tonight in Huntsville, where we invite anybody who's a part of SCA to come and just have dinner on us, fellowship, get to know more about um, ways that you've prayed for the ministry, ways that you might have financially partnered with us. Um, and get it, you know, get what we're going to have some video testimonies and um, different things. But at 8 o'clock, we will release that information at our home team celebration. And then once we say it to the crowd of people that are there, we'll release it um, on our social media. Nice. And who's going to be speaking mm-hmm. at that tonight? At the home team celebration is Charlie Ward. Come on, somebody. Mm. That's a big deal. Yeah, That's... right now he's having um, coaches or talking with coach event. So we have that here in Huntsville. If you wanted just a, a smaller group gathering, um, if you were coaching, were available, you could have come and have coffee with him. Come on, somebody! That sounds good, Kristen. Now give me one more yes. thing going on in the yes, FCA world. It's important. Wednesday, April seventeenth at five thirty at the Alberville Fine Arts Center is Marshall County Field of Faith. Come on, that's um, going to be good. Yeah. Yes, students from all across Marshall County, so it doesn't matter what team you play for, what school you play for, um, what your colors are, we'll all gather um, at the Fine Arts Center. Um, the concession stand will be open, and you can come, grab dinner, um, and just hang out. Um, we'll have a special guest speaker, we'll just enjoy time, and um, just uh, a come-to-Jesus moment, so to speak, of just realizing we really are on the same bigger picture team, if that makes sense. Yes, ma'am. That is fantastic. You need to be a part of those two events. And Kristen, where can they find anything and everything FCA? Yes, Northeast Alabama FCA, or sorry, NorthAlabamaFCA.org, or you can follow us um, on Facebook at Northeast Alabama FCA, Twitter at Any Alabama FCA, and of course Instagram, Neil underscore FCA. So good. Kristen, thank you for calling in. Yes, but don't don't miss eight o'clock. Be by your phone. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Central yes. Standard Time. Yeah, yes. yeah. So anyway, you you they're gonna release that tonight at eight, and Kristen yes. is gonna come visit us in the studio one day. 
Yes. We'll have and some pizza for you. If you follow us on social media um, and we release who the guests are, if you are not a student, um, but you're an adult that you just want to come and hang out at the PLP party on Friday night to hear our special guests, uh, tickets will be available for purchase through Ticketmaster tonight. There it so is. You have to follow us on social media to get the code. So good. Check them out on social yes. media tonight. Got to find out. Kristen, thanks for calling. We're so glad we got to talk Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Yes. Enjoy your pizza. Somebody eat a piece for me. Please. I, I yes, will. Ma'am. Awesome. Uh, good luck Talk with that extended later. warranty. Yeah. <clears throat> Bye. Steven? You know, well, hey, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steven. I cut Go ahead. You off. I knew exactly what you were about to do. Well, I, I just wanted to say, you know, if I can't extend a warranty on my car, I would love to can't. just extend <laughs> an experience. Um, and the experience I would like to extend is Marcos. Uh, because their pizza, their sides, their salads, desserts, subs, and beverages never ever disappoint uh if you would like to never be disappointed by pizza side salad subs desserts and beverages uh you can go to 7360 highway 431 suite 11 albertville alabama in the shops of albertville uh you can also call uh to not be disappointed at 256-660-5666 and uh there's the disappointment free marcos.com uh they deliver to the gunnersville bridge and up to the south sardis line and if you tell them the varsity sent you you also won't be disappointed (laughs) all right one other thing i'd like to mention about marcos do you know they actually have gift cards available too whoa now they we do. do now yeah so there get you get that go. christmas shopping done early you can gift happiness way in the form early of <laughs> 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 all right here's some great music for you. i got impact grateful right here on the varsity radio show all praises to the god above not a little but a lot of love you won't have it, everybody does but the little i'm giving is not enough and now today's clutch moment all right uh today <laughs> I want to talk to these guys. And Steven, do you have any brothers? Yeah, you have a brother. You have yep. a brother. I've met him. Mm-hmm. He's in South Korea. South Korea, right South now. South Korea. Yeah, I've he met is. your brother. Kang yep. Samida. Nice guy. So, uh, you'll translate to this. Which just means thank my, you. My good friend Jameson did not, but what? everybody else will. You understand when I say this. I had a sister. I'm not attacking yeah. you. Okay, so here's. <laughs> Here's the question, and this is what I want y'all. I want y'all to tell me a story. I'm glad you do. Thank you. I want you to state a time when your brother or sister threw you under the bus. State a time when your brother or your sister, whichever one you had, threw you under the bus as a sibling. Steven? I can't think of any one time in particular. That's I what I was of saying. All the cumulative yeah. times, yeah. that little turd has done that to me. <laughs> uh, you see, yeah. I had an older Woo! sister, and like, just hit a nerve. I felt yeah. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> My sister's a lot older than I am, so like, I didn't really get thrown under the bus. I just kind of got trampled by the bus all the time. Like, you know, what is that? There was that one time. There was that one time I accidentally ran over a cat, our cat, and my mother loves cats more than she loves us. Did and, it? Um, die? Yeah, it did. Yeah. P- pretty good. Got it good. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you were um, trying. <laughs> I was not. I loved. I loved little Willow. Okay. But I, I just called Jennifer and I was just like, "Congratulations!" She's like, "What is that? You're the favorite now." She's like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "I just ran over the cat." <laughs> so then she calls mom, and my mom didn't know. So I guess that's t- she didn't. She inadvertently threw me under the bus. Wow. She was like, you know, 
He's like, James needs to tell me about Willow. Said, what about Willow? And I was like, mm, oh, thanks. Ah, uh, so, yes. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. All right, so growing up. <laughs> then there was this somber. So, Mom, I did a thing today. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I regret the thing I did. I did? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Right, so my, my brother and I shared a bedroom growing up. Yeah. And uh, we, this was like in the sixth grade. I wasn't like too small. Oh, but sure. um, yeah. I, I ate. Okay. All right, so we did a band fundraiser in the sixth grade to raise money for the junior high band program. Yes. And it was like there were there were boxes of 50 chocolate bars. And all the chocolate bars, you like Sounds sold. Glorious. Them. You sold them for a dollar. Yeah. So like, I used like the fundraiser was like two weeks. I used five of my dollars and I bought five chocolate bars and like split them up to where I have a little bit of it each day. But I ate an extra one and didn't pay for it. And I was just gonna like try to sneak past. I don't know. I don't know who I was gonna fool because I was gonna have to turn in that much money, fifty dollars or whatever. But I only had forty nine, and then he's like, "Brad, an extra chocolate bar." I was I was upset. So. Yeah, he he told mom that I ate an extra chocolate bar. How, I didn't have the dollar to pay. Where for. did you get the dollar? Huh? Where did the dollar I come guess, from? I guess they paid the dollar for it. I don't know. The extra dollar? Yeah. Did you get in trouble for that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But I, Brad learned I, we, his lesson. Yeah, we threw each other. We were close enough in age where we equally threw each other under the bus. Brad's on the straight and narrow now, boys and girls. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember this time when my brother was banging on something in his room. Like, I lived up... We, me and his room were upstairs in the house. Mom and dad are in the living room. And he's banging on something. And all of a sudden, my parents scream, Seth, cut it out! I, I had nothing to do with what he's doing in that room right now. That was my brother. And he just... He let me... Take you know, the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad of a fall, but you like, know, take the I, fall. My nephew, which he's only five years younger than I am, so like we grew up more like brothers than we did uncle and nephew. And um, <clears throat> there was one time like I was just wanting to hang out and watch music videos because back in two thousand four, you could still do that. And anyway, and he wanted to go, wanted me to go outside and play, and I just kept like brushing him off until he came in there with a bat. <laughs> and like threatened me with the bat and I just didn't take it seriously and he like hit me in the mouth some WCW like, stuff like, he didn't, like, going on. Rare, he didn't like rear back and do like a full like you know swing for the fences like he had it real choked up and just, just kind of a, like a, a quick you know one of these like wha-pow you know yeah. hit me with the, the blunt into the barrel and it knocked one of my teeth out in my, in my front teeth you know and like I'm freaking out I'm, 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 you know, he's running away because I'm trying to kill him. <laughs> and uh, my also da- looking for your tooth. My dad, uh, <laughs> my dad was outside in his truck listening to Patsy Cline because it's my dad. <laughs> and um, ah, I was like, he knocked my tooth out, and he was just like, no, it's my mom. I told my my mom came home, and I was like, he knocked my tooth out, and I got in trouble. Somehow I got in trouble. Was for the brother younger? My, yeah, like yeah, somehow. Of course you did. Yeah, she was I like, understand. Y'all shouldn't be playing. I was like, I wasn't doing anything. I know, Brad. Like, to this day, I feel you. Younger brothers always get the uh, I like, not like, not only the benefit of the doubt, but like the 
the benefit of the situation. Yeah, period. Like he could have doesn't matter what happened. He could have burned down an orphanage, that. and I would have still gotten the blame for it. Like, I agree you know. with that, Brad. I, I sympathize with you. And I feel that. Stephen, your brother was younger too, right? Six years younger. Yeah. So we're we're all. Yeah. So when you were like ten and he was four, he was still like you know you were in that kind of. Yeah. He was in that deviant age. The and- dynamic was really bad because he, we'd get into these these deals. He'd try to wrestle me, right? And I'm, dude, I'm six years older than you. I can crush you. But he'd still just would not stop. Would, until finally I'd pick him up and slam him a time or two. And then I'd, I'd feel like I, I like totally messed him up for life. And I felt terrible about it. So he threw me under the bus in many different emotional and psychological ways. But Steven uh, threw him under everything. <laughs> <laughs> so Steven, We've all been what, victimized by the younger brother what, what situation. What we're hearing Steven say sure. is you literally threw him under the couch. And he... Th- yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Had yeah. there been a bus, he would have been under. <laughs> he, would, he would have been under it. Figuratively, poor Stephen got thrown under the bus. I did, but anyway, look. But his brother got thrown over the house. So. I was a softy. He was the rebel. So uh, yeah. it's just the uh, way it worked. Yeah, yeah. rebel. Mm-hmm. Nice. I feel for you guys. Yeah, we have that dynamic. Anyway, uh, what do you think people hear when they hear the word Christian? Mm. That's loaded, mm. man. That is a loaded one. Judge, judger, somebody yeah. who's very judgmental, hypocritical, somebody who thinks there's they're higher and mightier than everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's, I think, what it's become. Depending in, on what situation the person yeah. in, the person that's thinking of the word Christian is in, either the person who doesn't like me because of the way I live my life, or like the yeah, person, that's a little different. Like, yeah. yeah, like it's just it depends on your perspective. Yeah, uh, but a lot of the perspectives are a negative perspective into Christianity. It's yeah, good. I feel like, you know, a lot of people look at it just fake, shallow, or, you know, um, wishy-washy, kind of, you know, yeah, other negative connotation. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I think many Christians uh, or other people may imagine, uh, un-Christians may imagine a long-faced old man wearing a judge's robe and with a book under his arm and he points and scowls and tells people how they're mess how they how they're messing up their lives. Why why what have Christians done to make some of these images that you talked about a reality? What do you We've made known what we're against more than what we're for. It's good. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. It's real good. That's good. It's good. Um, sometimes the, sometimes the churches and organizations that have the um, affiliation with Christianity uh, that have very negative beliefs are the most vocal. Yeah, like the the true Christianity, like the 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 ones that follow Scripture that have um, leaders that plan, that know what they're doing. The majority of churches um, don't do as good of a job of, about being. Is passionate about um, their view when the radical churches and like the uh, like notably the church uh, Westboro Baptist Church whatever yeah like, I was about to go down that road they're, they're so passionate about what they believe in that they're vocal they're more vocal about it than anybody else is and that's that they stereotype that's us. on us right yeah. right yeah and we if we were that passionate about the truth that we believe mm-hmm. um, maybe maybe it would be a little bit different yeah um, but also some sometimes it's from they don't understand and 
um, to to an extent that's our fault. But then they come up with their own excuses to self protect. Yeah. To make it not their fault that they won't participate with us and yeah. in church events and coming to church and being a believer. Like they do that to make an excuse. Not they take the easy road and make an excuse not to take the the straight and narrow. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like you said, I, that was the first thing that pops in my head when you talk about that. Even that image that I just used, Westboro Baptist Church, man, just mess. You know, I, I'll say probably as messed up as can be. You know, just in standing outside of people's funerals and telling them God hates them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I I could never see Jesus doing that. No, they're not, it's, it's, I mean, well, and you know, I could, not only could you not see Jesus doing that, that's not a biblical concept. In the right. least. Not at all. Not not remotely. I, you know, um, Jesus never led with hatred, and neither did any of the, the apostles. Or that's just not found anywhere in Scripture. Um, hostility in that that kind of hostility was never found in Scripture. You know, being used by anybody. Um, but I think you know, like. I feel like sometimes Christians are also kind of known for what they don't do. Yeah. Rather than what we should be known for. Like, you know, hey, there's that Christian guy. He doesn't cuss. He doesn't drink. He doesn't do this. He doesn't do that. But, you know, maybe I think maybe we should do things to change it to where here's that Christian guy that he, he prays all the time. Yeah. He's always talking about something at his church. He's always talking about God. He's always, yeah. you know. Talking about the Bible. Change you know. the perspective. Yeah. What what uh, Stephen said so well, uh, what are we for? Not everything that we're against. Yeah. That was a good response, Stephen. Thanks. Set and, that up real nice. Yeah. And, and, and so people should come to us when they're hurting, right? They, they should, or we should go to them and be the ones yeah. praying for them. I Absolutely. mean, you, I, we are the answer to the pain in this world, right? Or we should be. That's what a Christian should be. We should be the answer to the pain in this world. Be proactive about it, like you're saying. You know, you, if you see somebody at work or at school that is like... Can I pray for you? Yeah, obviously yeah. having a horrible day. Like, if they're crying, if they just look down, if you know, at least just be like, hey, man, you good? Yeah. You, you, you know, just like, let people know you care. That's yeah. going to go a lot, you know, it's going to go a long way. Yeah. Actually, I think one of the biggest dangers in being a Christian is giving others the reason to have this image, right? When you become a Christian, you don't get to jump in and fix people. That's not no, our job. No, 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 no. It's not who. It's not what it's about. Especially since we usually need a lot of fixing ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of imperfections. I had a guy at one of the churches I've worked at it just made me kind of. It was ridiculous. I just. I'll be honest. This guy was ridiculous, and his. He thought that if he argued with somebody, and Brad and, and Stephen James, this guy was a Christian, and a lot of times he'd argue with people that were not in the same denomination as he was, and stuff like that, and you're just wrong. But they were going to church, and they were living life, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, arguing with people never gets anybody mm-hmm. saved. No. I'm just, I'm just going to be just, real with you. It pits you stronger in your whatever your belief was going into the argument. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean apologetics is a thing, for sure. But like when apologetics start, you know, turning into arguments and debates, and you know, that's when it just becomes counterproductive and negative, and no one, no one cares for that. Yeah, um, no there's, one. Wants, and there's a time for apologetics, yeah. but it's more. Right, yeah. it's a different. It's not. You're not there you're to prove yourself right. You know, you're there to to 
tell people about who Jesus is. Yeah. You know, you're there to share the gospel, share who he is and what he's done in your life. And, you know, let your testimony speak for itself. And like event, you know, if, if they start becoming more interested, then you guys can start getting into, into, you know, the apologetics of things, yeah. and, you know, yeah. uh, leading with that. That's just, that turns everybody off in five seconds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and so, and, and I'm in this situation and I'm like, dude, I have never, I don't know about y'all. I've been in ministry full time for 12 years, guys, 12 years. And even longer than that, I've been in ministry and, I have never, ever, 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 ever seen anybody one to the gospel through arguing. Mm -mm. Ever. Ever. And and, and I say that in such a passionate way because people need to see your lifestyle. They could, you know, uh, your apologetics and, and stuff like that, that needs to come through your lifestyle and who you are. We need to see others in trouble and pain. Sometimes it, it may be even to their own creation. But God will then let us know the best course on how to help them. It's it's never about finger pointing. In other words, there's only one God. He's already got the job of being God. So don't apply. Listen. Just listen. And God will use you. He, he desires to use you. He desires to use your life. In such a powerful way. But guys, you're never going to win anybody to Jesus through finger pointing, through arguing, or anything like that. You're going to win through the love of Jesus in your heart and the lifestyle that you live. You look like you got a last mm -hmm. thing to say, Brad. Just that you're going to win in your lifestyle with Jesus. Yeah. You're also going to win when you eat Marco's Pizza. He had such a I serious had, look on his face. I had one more point to that. One more point. All right, like, before we go um, into more, yeah. Like I know I, you know, I've been a youth leader here at Lake City for a while, yeah. and um, and I've grown up in church, and I hear that whole you know living in front of them, and you may be the only Bible anybody ever sees, and I just I kind of want to just like put this out there. That's not to make us look good. No, that is not for us to put on for other people and to put up a facade that is if we go out and we truly live that lifestyle and where we have that relationship with christ and we live that in front of other people they're going to see that we're not that it's not fake that it's real that 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 testifies to who our god really is yeah uh, I, I don't know i just kind of wanted to throw that out there that we don't say that to just like you know to put on some sort of show you know you you know to create some sort of air of of something that you're not so I just I wanted to throw that out there, right? Yeah, and uh, we don't we don't talk about how good Marcos is either because of just just to, to put up a facade to lie to you. Not at all. And Marcos like he pulled that back twice. Their pizza. Now that we're now that we're moving, uh, sassy wiggles, <laughs> king of the segue, transitioning out of the out of the clutch. That was hilarious. Just <laughs> twice. Their their pizza is not going to disappoint you. Mm -mm. It's not. Never does. And on top of pizza, they have sub salad, sides, desserts, and beverages. Very uh, All this is located at 7360 Highway 431, Suite 11, Albertville, Alabama, right there where Ross and CJ Maxx are in Albertville. But they uh, could also the, be located at your home. Right. That's the shops of Albertville. But mm -hmm. they, they come from the shops of Albertville to your front porch. To, <laughs> to if, the shops or if you of have you. Your, your front steps. They knock on your door with one hand. 
<laughs> while they're carrying your goodies in the other. I feel like the I'm pizza glad levitates. They don't do twice like. in that insulated bag. And if you live, the pizza levitates. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Probably doesn't levitate. Wow. Um, Maybe because they use unleavened bread. No, Jameson. Uh, I, I'm Jameson. Her- what do they do? Uh, how do How do I get them to come to my house? How do you get them to come to your house? Well, you would call two five six 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 zero five six six six, and despite the uh, the awkward phone number, there is nothing satanic, satanic, <laughs> or or evil about this pizza. Amen. Um, uh, and you could also go to marcos.com, type in your address. And um, if you live anywhere between the River Bridge in Gunnersville and the South Sardis line, uh, they will deliver to your home. Um, I'm, uh, I have not gotten confirmation on how well a smoke signal works, so I'll let you try that. <laughs> don't give it a uh, don't But give if it a you tell them that the Varsity Radio Show sent you to Marco's and said, hey, order Marco's, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. Hey, also KJ Cool... Also, known as Justin, he sent us a message while we were talking a few minutes ago. He said that I I was the youngest, so I was blamed for everything. Now, that's, oh, counter, that's counter to what we've all just said mm-hmm. here. So, man, Kevin, Justin, Kevin. Justin, I'm so Kevin. sorry. Justin, Justin. Justin, I'm so sorry it worked out for you that way. It's not supposed to. No. That's not supposed to happen. It usually goes the other way. Yeah, so you're that. That's that, our that's that, our experience. That one out of ten, the anomaly. <laughs> we are here. We we're in and the college there. basketball playoffs right now. And speaking right? of playoffs, real quick, if you four. like the blind side, the blind side is starting to slip just a little bit to the Sandlot. So you better go vote. But to ensure the Sandlot wins, if you like the Sandlot, it's not close. It's it's too close to call. So go vote on our Facebook poll. It's up until four fifteen. Sounds good. Sounds good. Anyway, so me and Brad, uh, before this, uh, before we came up here today, uh, started talking about Tony Bennett. And so uh, we, we were looking up, we were trying to find a story on some Christian coaches, right, in college basketball. And so... Uh, <laughs> it was really hard. <laughs> Just kidding. No, <laughs> it wasn't that hard. Because you've always got that, like, story. You know, with college football, you had the... Uh, you had the Clemson coach, right? Dabo Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney, after the end of his championship. You can't not like the guy, right? I, mean, I can try. Right, right. <laughs> Former Bama player, you know. Right. Clemson, Clemson wants to, we beat y'all twice. And it's like, you know what? He had to go to Alabama to win those championships, learn how to. So I kind of feel like we kind of can claim those championships. So technically, we have 19 championships as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but I'm I'm not bitter. That's a bold claim. Hey, look, if Kentucky can do it from some hey, we were, obscure magazine from 1950, I can do it too. We're talking about We're talking about earlier the images that Christians have. The images that Alabama fans that that you get when you think of an Alabama fan were causing more of those images. <laughs> yes, That's okay. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, I don't just want Auburn to lose. I want them to like, you know, lose the game, lose their car keys. Lose their seat on the bus. Lose, lose their balance at a DUI checkpoint. No, just I'm really not. No. That, I'm not that fan. I just no. that that tweet. Anyway. I'm not the first one to share that tweet, but it was really funny. Moving on. So moving on. We want to talk about this coach, Coach Tony Bennett. He's 
we found this story, uh, Brad found this story on BillyGraham.org. And actually. it was originally published on Decision Indecision Magazine in 2014. A- I mean, it's really, really impressive, to be honest with you. And uh, this guy, Tony Bennett, you know, you've got to respect coaches that are like this. He uses the scripture, Philippians 3, 7 through 8, where it talks about, right, it talks about our righteousness is as filthy rags. It just... That's not the one, Stephen. <laughs> you said Tony Bennett, and I automatically thought of the singer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey. Let's call him Coach Bennett. Let's How about call that? Coach Bennett. Great, great, great time yeah, here yeah. at the Final Four. He pulled him up, great, and I'm like, that great, is, great time. that's not the same. <laughs> I just pulled it up to mess with you. I didn't think yeah, you said that. I know. But you had me laughing. I had to recover. Anyway. I was <laughs> like, I was like, why is Seth choking up on scripture here? What's the deal? He's so he's, he's very anyway, spiritual. He's very yeah, spiritual. Yeah. So anyway, so Philippians three seven through eight was is where this is the motto of this coach, and he's talking about my righteousness is filthy. Is his filthy rags? It just doesn't doesn't matter. You know, compared to my Christianity and what God does for me. Yep, that guy. So, yes, he pulled up the right guy this time. Uh, But anyway, in this guy, uh, the article's from 2014 when he just beat Duke. Duke. Which is a big deal. In the ACC tournament. In the ACC tournament. And and real quick, since then, he has, um, he took the Cavaliers to the the Elite Eight in 2016. Uh, hit 250 career wins in 2017, won the ACC tournament beating Duke again this year, uh, took him to the Elite Eight again this year, and then, of course, had a buzzer-beater um, win over Purdue and will match up with Auburn either on Saturday or Sunday. Yes, and so he has pillars. He's got five pillars of his program based off of his Christianity. I love it. Humility, passion, unity, servanthood and thankfulness let's talk about those when we're talking about a leader why is it important to be humble nobody likes the arrogant guy no. like you can't you have to to a certain extent be liked now you're not uh gonna be like you know liked and loved all the time because you're a leader you're yeah. gonna make decisions people you're aren't gonna agree with Scott. Right. right absolutely <laughs> um but if you're <laughs> if you're not humble you're also getting in the way your your own your own personality is getting in the way of the job that you're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. yeah so. yeah also another thing he says is passion right it's important to be passionate right especially about your christianity absolutely if you're not and i'll say this if you're not passionate about what you're doing it's evident but if it's not evident that you're passionate about what you're doing then you're not going to be doing a good job of it yeah because especially if you're in a leadership position if you're if you're conveying whatever like kind of bar that you set, you're gonna start bringing those people up to that. But if you set that bar low, yeah, like you know, there's there's not gonna be a lot of um, productivity. Yeah. Another thing that's important is unity. I I agree with this. You can you know if you're in uh, conflict with each other all, all the time, it's really hard to get anything done. When you say, absolutely. It, yeah, and this yes. and that truth is very evident uh, in many many situations today. You guys are making a lot of racket. In many situations today, like in the real world, you can see um, the lack of unity get in the way of productivity. Yeah, uh, whether if it be 
Um, on a sports team in a movie like Woodlawn in the beginning, they aren't getting anything done. There's no unity. Mm-hmm. If it's in the political world today, nothing's happening. The government shut down so many times. There's no unity yeah. in the political world. Um, um, you can't do anything, right? And you, yeah. you can't you can't you can't be effective if you're not on the same page with your peers. That's good. Now, there's been a thing circulating social media here the last couple of weeks. I've seen. I think is really cool. It said Satan isn't scared of a big church. He's scared of a unified church. I actually saw that, Mm -hmm. which brings me to my next point is servanthood, right? Uh, A lot of people like to say this, but not many people do this. Uh, Why is it important uh, on your team, on whatever team you serve, everything else like that, that you become a servant? Because if, like, I kind of have this with, I'm a supervisor where I work, and I have a team of people that, like, I had a hard time delegating when I first got this job, but I had to be careful not to over-delegate to the point where I was not pitching in as well. Because I've had supervisors like that, that all they wanted to do was like give you tasks, but they didn't want to help you. And they didn't want to pull their weight, too. Yeah. And if, if, you're not, if you're not in there, you know, pulling your weight and serving the way that you should be as a leader, then the people around you are going to resent you for it, and they're not going to pull their weight either. Right. They're not going to do anything for you. No. If you won't do it, they're definitely not yeah. going to do it. You have to set the tone. You have to set the example and the standard. Yeah. It... Absolutely. And if you're not... If you're not coming to your... Um, the people who are working under you, or if you're not coming to the standard of... The, the standard that you're holding for the people that you're with, if you're not dropping down there... Then you're almost, it's almost like you're a tyrant then or something yeah. like some somebody just up there barking there's no respect yeah. barking for anybody. orders right. yeah. Yeah. there's no respect for anybody that does that yeah it's it's hard to respect somebody like them and the last point is thankfulness right he he says thankfulness this is true so often you know we, we take things for granted i think the more thankful for we are uh gratitude's a huge deal so we we need to have a spirit of gratitude in our life we need to be gracious grateful that god gave us the ability god there's so many people that are way worse off than us i mean uh-huh. really in life maybe physically maybe maybe financially maybe this maybe that we we need to be grateful for what god's given us right as christians we've got to be thankful for that and and, and show god that why is thankfulness important Nobody likes anybody that's ungrateful. I mean, is grateful and thankfulness two different things? Yeah, I, I'm I, like for this for this sake, no. But sometimes, yes. Oh, <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll let you take this one then, Brad. Well, thankfulness is important in knowing, like, in allowing you to be, f- and to feel like you're making a difference for what you're doing. Like, there's no telling how far. Or how effective a thank you is. Mm-hmm. It means that what you what you're doing has been noticed, um, what you're doing has been effective, and that what you're doing has purpose, yeah. sort of. And so, if you're not acknowledging whoever it is, acknowledging whomever it is that has given you opportunity or gotten you somewhere, if you're not thanking, acknowledging them by thanking them, you're not letting them know the difference that they've made. Yeah, uh, and it's not very encouraging to not know that because. It's not encouraging to let you go make differences, difference elsewhere as well. Yeah. And cool thing about this guy, me and you were talking about this, Brad. He accepted Jesus at FCA camp. 
Come at on, age, age of 14. Come on, somebody. Yeah. You know, what a great re- report for FCA. Uh, he also set the NCAA record for best three-point shooting percentage. Uh, played for the Charlotte Hornets from 92 to 95. Mm. Uh, and uh, well, did he play with Bugsy while he was there? He must have. Mm. Uh, so that that was Michael Jordan era, honestly. Yeah. Uh, and so this guy is just—he's authentic. He's he's real, and and like he says, uh, he considers his coaching a gift from God. That God is his goal, not national championships, not win, not necessarily winning. But his ultimate goal is, is is his relationship with God. And and I think that's incredible. I think that's an incredible point right there for uh, a coach, any coach, to have standards like that. So y- y'all wanna y'all have anything you wanna add to yeah, that? Yeah, and beyond like we can say, you know, he uses this in his coaching. Um, but this the article goes on to talk about how he's like a fun dad and a thoughtful husband and kind yeah. of describes his family life and uh, that's where it goes into his career history. But then um, David Chadwick, uh, who used to play for North Carolina back in his college days, uh, is a pastor at Forest Hill Church uh, in the Carolinas. And uh, he became sort of a mentor uh, for Coach Bennett as he was growing up. And uh, Pastor Chadwick said that he's seen uh, maturity in, in Bennett's heart and watched his uh, relationship grow exponentially. And uh, now Coach Bennett has two sons. Uh, sorry, a daughter and a son, two children, uh, and then a wife that he met at at Forest Hill Church. Um, and um, his wife says that he's a thoughtful husband, uh, always writing notes about what he appreciates about her as a wife, as a Christian, wow. and uh, as the mother of his children. And that she has a box of those notes. So the thankfulness there uh, in the servanthood, um, just this guy really seems like a stand-up guy. And He does um, what he says he does. Right. Exactly, yeah. and it, and it's important to see that as well. If uh, if you're one of his players, but if you're looking in on this um, story, it's important to see that he's acting out in in his life what he's what he's teaching these uh, college kids to do. Yeah, if you're a coach or you're a player out there, anything like that, you need live what you preach. Live, mm-hmm. have this relationship with God. Have this authenticity. And uh, like Philippians 3, 7 through 8, we need to consider everything else just second to what God gives us. Yeah. You know? Second and none upon comparison. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, all pizza is none upon comparison <laughs> to Marco's pizza. You have been close Marco's, today. I got to give it to you. <laughs> Marco's pizza, um, they have much more than pizza. Uh, actually, they have the best pizza and much more uh, pizza subs, for you and me. salads, sides, beverages, desserts at 7360 Highway 431 where they have their dining room right there at Ross and TJ Maxx in the shops of Albertville. They're Sweet 11, Camp Missing, Big Red M uh, in the part at the top of the M. There's like a slice of pizza. It's a really it's clever logo. Pizza. Um, but you'll see them there. They have uh, an awesome dining room, TVs, uh, and friendly staff. Um, but also, if you want a friendly staffer to come to your house, you just call 256-660-5666, and they will show up with some pizza, um, and it will be awesome. As long as you live uh, between the River Bridge and Gunnersville on the South Sardis Line, that's a wide range for them to be delivering, which is another awesome thing. Uh, but also, if you don't want to talk to me on the phone, that's all right. Just go yeah. click a few buttons on your computer, uh, go to marcos.com, order some pizza there. 
No, you won't be disappointed if you mention the varsity either. Absolutely. You know, I've had another pizza chain one time. I live uh, close to Walmart in Gunnersville, very close to Walmart. And I had another pizza chain in Gunnersville that's close to KFC in Gunnersville. I'll just throw that out there. Uh, they would not come to my house. Wow. They would not. They would meet me halfway up the mountain at the Shell Station. And I was wow. like, are you serious? So, see, you're not going to run into that problem, Marcos. See, and, and exactly, you were the winner in that situation because then you're like, well, duh, I need to order Marcos anyway. So, right. uh, Marcos <laughs> was happy to bring you their pizza. I hung up the phone and ordered Marcos. And he called the first seed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway, we're going to go to some music right now. And you have about 20 minutes to go vote on our Facebook poll. Do you like the blind slot or do you like the sand lot? It's a close race. Here's Ray June and KB with Bounce right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Sand lot. All right, guys, real quick, our poll to see what is the top movie, sports movie in our bracket of 16 ends in 10 minutes. So you have 10 minutes to go vote for either the Sandlot or the Blind Side. One of them has taken a surprising, a uh, little bit of a cushion lead. So go vote for your favorite there. We'll be announcing that in about uh, 15 minutes who won that. So go vote. But right now it is time for Freestyle, where I give you questions, you give me answers, and we give you two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema uh, that you can use for all all movies except for Blackout movies and 3D movies. Um, so, so let's see who wins those tickets today. Uh, we already have a caller. That's, that was quick. You're on Varsity Radio Show. Who am, I, who am I talking to? Angela. Angela, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Are you here to win some tickets? Uh, the I'll answer watch. is yes. Okay, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for helping her. I'm just here to be a blessing. So what's the answer to the first question? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and ask the question. We haven't asked. Are you a big Disney fan? Um, sometimes. You might be in trouble. We'll see. We'll try to help you there. All right, so... Which Disney live-action remake came out this weekend? It's about an elephant. Oh, no. You got this. He's not a smarto. He's got big ears. <laughs> Dumbo. Dumbo, hey, yeah. There you go. All right, and can you name one of the two live-action remakes that come out this summer? Oh, yeah. One of them involves a genie, and the other one involves a really big cat. <laughs> That's a good way to uh, put it. Aladdin? Aladdin yeah, is one of them. Yes, the other is The Lion King. And which is the only Pixar series that has uh, that will have four movies released oh, by the end of 2020? I know this. I know that either. Uh, okay. It, it, so it involves a sheriff and an astronaut. To infinity uh, and beyond. Toy Story. Toy Story, yeah. Yeah. So that's the series with four movies that's Somebody coming out. Somebody pours in the water <laughs> June 21st of this year will be the fourth Toy Story the movie. Snake in my boot. <laughs> so congratulations. Okay. You've won two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. Thank you, Kayla Moon and Jacksonville, for those questions. Uh, and congratulations okay. to you for winning those. If you'll stay on the line, Stephen will tell you how you can pick up your winnings. Yep, yep. Just okay, hold you. on the line. Here's my log and Luke G with Lion or Lamb right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Do they want the light? I think they want the lamb. I'm trying to be like Jesus with everything that I am. So, we have a winner out of the 16 sports movies that we picked and seeded 1 through 16. The end of the tournament has come uh, when there were only two remaining. 
Only one can prevail. <laughs> and one of the most ultimate baseball movies ever made, arguably. No, no, the it's ultimate baseball the best. movie. According to us, it's the ultimate sports movie, so definitely the ultimate baseball movie. The Sandlot Woo! has won the bracket. According to us, The Sandlot is the best sports I can, movie. I can die happy now. Look at all these notable names on here. <laughs> the Rocky series. Remember the Titans got beat out in the Final Four? Uh, upset to me. I the mean, Mighty Ducks. Invincible. Facing the Giants, which is my personal I'm gonna favorite. Be, I'm going to be honest. I think Remember the Titans should have made that last. I, I feel the same way. I feel like it would have been much more interesting if it was Remember the Titans and Sandlot. Yeah. But yeah. the viewing audience and in the listening fact, audience did not. In fact... My sister-in-law asked, where's Remember the Titans in this yeah. last one? It's... <laughs> anyway, thank I'm you, shocked. everybody. I'm for... shocked at the blind side beat. The, uh... It is really good, though. It is really good. Yeah, but the Sandlot is our winner. There you go. Thank you, everybody that participated and voted. Thanks for having fun with us. Yeah, that yeah. was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, brackets are cool, and it's not just for March Madness. Maybe we'll do this again sometime. If you have, If you have an idea for a cool bracket, uh, shoot us a DM on uh, Facebook, please. Instagram, have yeah. you do that? Let us let us know what you want to hear slash see on the Facebook Live and on the Varsity Radio Show. Wow, that sound means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us throughout the week on social media. That's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and podcasts. Our Facebook is unofficial, the Varsity Radio Show, where we do our live stream uh, during the show, post it, and then keep you guys updated with what's to come. Uh, for the next week, events upcoming. Um, we have Instagram, at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. We have Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885. And then iTunes, Google Play Podcasts. We are the Varsity Radio Show, so subscribe to us and listen to all those shows. Every single one is posted the Wednesday after it happens. So one day later, it will be up. So this one will be up tomorrow. Um, today, we talked about Coach Bennett. Yeah, uh, with the Virginia Cavaliers making a run for the 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 championship, um, all that stands in their way is the winner, or, or Auburn, and then the winner of uh, the other the final other four game, game Gonzaga yeah. and Michigan, Michigan State. State. Yeah. yeah, so um, so stay posted with that. A lot of people in our area will be tuned into that for all the uh, new Auburn basketball fans. And I believe Jameson has a PSA pertaining to Auburn basketball fans. Go ahead. Hey, I uh, just wanted to give a quick PSA here. Um, it's maybe an unpopular opinion, but I'm a diehard Alabama fan, but it is totally okay to root for Auburn basketball being in the Final Four. Um, I'm not one of those... I mean, I can be an obnoxious Alabama fan, and I do it more for comedy and just for enjoyment. Just, you know, I don't take it that seriously. Um, but, dude, just just grow up and be happy. For these guys, these guys have worked extremely hard uh, to get where they are, um, and it's really cool for our state and our conference, uh, but more so for our state that that somebody is in the Final Four. This is their first Final Four, and uh, in I, state I, history. Yeah, and I hope I hope yeah. they go on and win. I hope they have a. Uh, I hope they hoist the trophy at the end of this thing. You can still be a good Alabama fan because you know what? Uh, it's not football, so. <laughs> It's true. We could not have that same opinion yeah, during like, football yeah, season. Like football, like you know, if they're in, if they're in a decent bowl game, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna hope they win, but I'm not gonna be upset when they lose. If they're but, playing you know, UCF, we're yeah. cheering for it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, but yeah, just don't don't be a turd. Yeah. 
Hey, anyway, we will see you back here on the Varsity Radio Show next week, 2.30 to 4.30, WJIA uh, 88.5. Come back and see us. Uh, Yeah, you guys stay classy and don't you go changing. <laughs>